0: Well, let's welcome back Coach Taylor. Coach, do you have team updates for us? Oh, man, good to be back. Um, no, nothing out of the ordinary. Our guys are just um, obviously, you know, at this point in the year, you know, they're, they're out of the season, but they're freshly out of the season. So what we have those guys doing in the weight room right now is just really kind of um, – I wouldn't say recovery, but we're not into the thick of, you know, building their bodies for 2023. That will start in January. We're just getting them back active and engaged right now. So the team is doing well, and um, – they got a couple of days of lift here, and then they're going to be off um, until we bring them back in January. So.
1: Well, let's uh, turn to fan questions. And we're going to start with the well-deserved one from Henry who says, Charlie Wilson named to the All-My team. Tell us about how proud you are of his performance this past season, and are you disappointed that any others were not named?
0: Wow. Yeah, super excited about um, Charlie Wilson. Um, I can remember personally uh-huh. going to recruit him. Um, he chose a different institution. Um, during COVID, he ended up transferring – back, not transferring back, transferring to us. Uh, we were very, very fortunate. Um, we didn't know what we were getting in him. Uh, he came as a quarterback. And, um, you know, the things didn't work out at the quarterback position. And he became, he turned to an absolute gem of a receiver slash tight end guy. Um, I think he has a chance to be really, really, really good. As far as I've seen, you know, Josiah Harris come through here, all-conference guy, made a lot of plays. You know, not uh, jokingly, I stay in touch with Josiah a lot. I said, so we got one. And I, think he, I think he might break your records, man. So he, he, ended up, did break, he ended up breaking a record. And the thing about Charlie Wilson, he is so selfless. We had to use him to play quarterback in the last game, and it was, you know, he was tied with the record. And he looked at me and said, "Coach, I can care I don't care about that record." You know, and he ended up getting, uh, beating it. You know, he had 71 catches; it was tied, and he ended up catching 73 balls this year. But just a kid that's just selfless. Whatever the team needs to in order to win. Is, is what he's about, then. So that's, and he's so quiet and great student. You know, I thought uh, Ryan Corey would have been a guy that could have um, cracked uh, the Mayak team. Um, Zach Grebel, I thought was another guy. But you know what? It's uh, it's all about coaches. Um, you uh, you nominate them, and then the coaches that you play against, they, they pick. So that's that's what the coaches uh, thought. That's what the Mayak coaches thought. So.
1: You know, you've talked about Charlie switching from the quarterback position. What was was this something you came to him and said, Hey, look, you know, I'm sorry we're not gonna be able to play your quarterback, or did some of the offensive coaches tell you he fit better at wide receiver?
0: No, we just I mean we always sit and I sit and evaluate the whole staff when we're guys we have to have honest conversations where guys are at coming out of um spring practice and training camp and we just knew what we had in Alejandro and um it was like we well, we know we got an Alejandro, but this kid is too athletic, he can't be standing next to us. <laughs> We had to find a spot, and he just—he turned into an absolute gem of a receiver. So, yeah, no, we we just make—we make—we make, we make, um, we make uh, decisions as a as a program, and then whatever's best for the program. So, Our next up is Ben. Coach Taylor and I were talking
1: about this before the show, so he'd like to know where you're at for recruiting next year and how you're feeling about it at this point.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. As Rob said, we were talking a little bit off offline. You know, it's always tough. You know, because you never know. so early, but I mean, we've got a good base. Uh, we had a, we had um, 15 guys on campus um, on Saturday that just passed. Uh, we got another 15, probably even probably going to be close. It'll probably be about 15 coming up on the 10th. Um, as far as commitments right now, you know, we're a little bit ahead of where we were at last year, so I'm excited about that. But even like I was telling Rob before, you just never know. You know, kid can commit. These guys are 18 years old, and, you know, we, that's why I make sure that I'm always telling those guys, hey, no rush to commit. Let's make sure you have all the information. Right. Academically it fits, geographically it fits, financially it fits, and then football program-wise it fits. And then you make your decision. So, you know, so we just got to be careful of getting too excited about guys saying they're coming until, until we get a little, a little bit longer down the road and they deposit. So, feeling really good about it, um, but you just got to keep working and chipping at it, chipping away. Next up is Ray. It says
1: Coach, both the men's and women's basketball team in Hamlin are looking great early on. Give us your thoughts on how deep they will go this season. Are they conference champions? Man.
0: Wow, you know, we were at the we had our recruits at the game, and it's good for it's good for our players and recruits to see success, what it looks like. You know, our girls team was really good last year, and hopefully they continue. And then the guys team is off to a hot start. So, I mean, I would love to see them make a deep run, man. When any when any sport in Hamlin does well, it's a win for everybody. So, I'd be excited to just keep see, keep those those guys keep on winning, man. Just one game at a time, absolutely. Craig would like to know
1: who do you like for the two college football playoff games.
0: Oh man. Um hopefully nobody's making bets on what they think I think cuz that's that's the wrong way to go about it. But, uh, I mean, just from a pure just from a pure college football guy, I'd like to see, I mean, I think it's a Georgia, Georgia versus Ohio State, right? Man, right. that's going to be an interesting. one. Yeah, Georgia Ohio State, gosh. I, I don't know how you go against Georgia the way they've been playing and they're hot, but now Ohio State's, you know, they're going to be angry from that Michigan game and they're going to be coached up well. That'll be a good one. I, mean, I think Georgia just because of the way that they've been playing lately, I and mean, then Michigan TCU, I think Michigan is hot right now too. I don't know how you go against uh, Hardball, but he's a really good coach. I'm not to say that the TCU guys don't play, and the TCU guys that's going to be a that's going to be a slug it out game. That's going to be a slug slugfest right there because they're both going to run the football and play good defense. So it'll be interesting to see how that, those games go. But I would say Michigan.
1: Staying with those playoffs, Ricky would like to know were you surprised that the committee did not find some way to sneak Alabama ahead of TCU and in, into the college football playoffs? Um, no, I wasn't.
0: Not with two losses. No, not with two losses. I mean, I think the college football playoffs is always good with Nick Saban's in it, but this year, you know, just it just wasn't it. It just wasn't his year. And how crazy is that? You lose two games and people are talking about, you know, you forgot how to coach and you're not good, man. It just amazes me, man. He's really good. Just had a had a had a quote-unquote, in Alabama standards, a bad year. Um, so, I mean, they'll, it's Nick Saban. He'll be back. That is a pretty high standard when everybody's calling for your head on two losses. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> all
1: so, right. Uh, Turner would like to know, what's your favorite ball game to watch and why?
0: Wow. Oh, man, that... For some reason... I don't know. It's just, I don't have a favorite. I've always, for some reason, loved the... Um, I always loved the uh, the Sugar Bowl for some reason. I just remember growing up watching the Sugar Bowl and then, and then obviously the Rose Bowl. Those two, for me, are always like ones that you want to kind of watch and, and see the teams because it's so much tradition. And I know things have changed now. I think it's Utah and Penn State in the Rose Bowl, but, you know, it's just kind of cool to always have a, a Big Ten and a Pac-12 team. It'll be interesting to see how those things change with the alignments of uh, where college football is going. But the Rose Bowl and the, and the Sugar Bowl have always been fun, fun, fun ones. Uh, Joe would like to know,
1: does it shock you that they are already talking about releasing Baker Mayfield, which they did this morning? This
0: guy was a number one pick a few years ago. It just stuns me that he's already released. Wow. Nah, well, you guys have been listening to the show for seven seasons. I always say the NFL stands for not for long. So, I mean, everybody's expendable. I mean, obviously we're not in the, organiz- we're not in the walls of the organization, so we don't know. So it's business, and I'm sure he'll, he'll catch you on somewhere and somebody will give him a chance. Our buddy Andre returns
1: says, "Coach, I'd like to hear your philosophy. If the if Eagles clinch the playoff, uh, the top spot in the NFC playoff picture, and have a game or two left, are you a person who believes you keep playing your starters, or do you rest?"
0: I think you got, uh, man, that's a tough one. I think you got to play them. Um, I think you got to play them, you know, play them for, play them for a half. You almost treat it like preseason. You don't want those guys to get rusty. I think you play them. I absolutely think you play them versus sitting them down. Cause I've seen that happen before where you sit the team, and then you get into the first good playoff, and you get bounced out of there, man. I, and knowing and knowing knowing what I know of coach Nick, of coach Sirianni, I think it'll be interesting. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but just based off of how he talks, and I think he's going to want to continue to keep you know developing Jalen and, and all those guys, man. So I don't think he's a, he's the type that's going to sit them.
1: George says the AFC just does not look as good as the NFC. Do you think NFC teams are just better now?
0: um it's football it, it goes in cycles it just goes in cycles there's some games that you know probably those afc teams should have won and they didn't so that's why it kind of kind of gets highlighted so no i just think it just goes in cycles and, and the nfc east is hot right now with the eagles and the cowboys and the vikings um those are some good teams I And mean, garoppolo got hurt yesterday so it'll be interesting to see what san francisco does but even the, the seahawks right they're, they're they're playing good football behind their quarterback so why that jane snap pretty impressive yeah uh
1: oh one would like to know who in broadcasting do you like to listen to either in the college or nfl football
0: wow you know it's funny you say, you know who's really good um i like um tony romo he is really 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 good man at what he does man he's super super good good tony romo story for everybody too my senior year at illinois state <laughs> we're playing a rival game east illinois and i remember this, I guy i never forget to the day the scouting report Oh, we're playing as quarterback, you know, Tony Romo, and he's an NFL, you know, NFL uh, prospect, and, you know, us as, you know, we're, you know, our team is like, well, we, who cares about that, and we can go out there and get the win. Tony Romo threw for about 575 yards on us, man. <laughs> I'll never forget it, so that's my Tony Romo fame, claim to fame story. 2002, Eastern Illinois versus Illinois State, he lit us up, man, so he He went on obviously to have a great career with the Cowboys, but it was just kind of cool to just be like, wow, we played against that guy, and, and he's um and he's playing in the NFL and um yeah but he's really good he's a really good he he sees the game obviously as a quarterback and I like listening to him uh, commentate.
1: He only had a big day because he threw away from you so uh, that let's just be honest about it. <laughs> uh, Lenny would like to know what is your temperament like when you misplace something and can't find it but you feel you know where it's at.
0: Oh man that's a great question. Um. At first, very, very frustrated because you know it's like this like if you're wearing glasses and you know you had your glasses on a little bit ago and you can't find them, you know the glasses are there. you just can't find them. So you just try to be calm and not try to tear the house up and just think logically, okay, where's the last place that I had them you know just kind of backtrack so just try to try to try to stay calm and cool. Next
1: up, is Janio says, Coach, you need to help me with this a little bit. My son is irritated by the fact that I still hang Christmas ornaments that he made for me as a little kid. Do you hang the ornaments your son made for you?
0: <laughs> well, I would say this, uh, Jenny, if I, I think her name was Jenny, just be patient. Um, you know, he's not going to be, you know, he, he's going he's to grow up and um, he's going to appreciate those things in, in the future. So I'd say still hang them up. No, we, I do not hang up um, any Christmas uh, ornaments for my son. Um, but, you know, so it's just all, it's a good time of year, so just got to try and embrace it and enjoy it, so. We would like to know the best Christmas present you ever received and the worst Christmas present you ever received. The best Christmas present? I feel like we had this one last year. Um, I definitely remember getting a bike. I think I, I had them in 9, 10, or 11. It was a, one of these uh, BMX bikes, which was pretty cool, Um, and I, you know what? I, honestly, I can't even say that there's a worst Christmas present. You know, anytime somebody extends and gives you something, man. You you should be grateful for that, man. That's the way I was raised. So i never it was never a situation where I opened something and said, oh, this is a terrible gift. So, so I don't I don't have a, I don't have a worse. That's awesome. And your words of wisdom this week, coach. The words of wisdom, man. This is starting to become fun, man. Hopefully this helps. Hopefully this can help one person. Right, I found this one this morning. Stay away from negative people. They have a problem for every solution. <laughs> that, that's a good one right there. <laughs> wow. Wow. I like that.
1: Coach Taylor, thanks for joining us this week. All right, thanks for listening.